Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies, and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. So today, oh, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting to talk to Jamie Lerner. You know how I've been on the self-care crusade, definitely took advantage of my birthday month. And why stop there? I have been obviously continuing all of the self-care practices that I took up, and I'm really taking time just for me so that I can come out better and, and serve in a much better way. Jamie is, I just love the approach to well being. So God only knows where we're going to go on this ride. Of course, she wrote a book, The Ever-Loving Essence of You. I can't wait to talk all about you, 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 meaning us, meaning how important we are and perhaps why we need to be our priority. So with that, I say, welcome, Jamie. We're so happy that you can make it. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> so loaded question. Everybody gets it. And then we're off. Then we're off to the races. And that is, tell us about you anywhere you'd like to start. So I am very passionate about self-love and personal responsibility and the power that we have when we realize that we are our own greatest resource mm. and we tune inward and begin to listen to our inner knowing and our inner being. So I was a psychotherapist. I didn't feel exactly like this was all and I shifted and now I'm doing something very different, which is assisting people in assisting themselves which is where it all begins and where it all ends <laughs> because we cannot allow others to help us unless we are buying into the belief that we can help ourselves. So, okay, I've got 28 questions jumping in my head, but I'm going to go slow is what I'm going to go. Did you always in your 
early starts and, and in your first career, did you always practice self-love? Did you always put yourself first or was that a learned behavior? So I was always connected to myself from my Mm. earliest thought and moment. And so I only heard my own voice, which made me impossible (laughs) as a child, (laughs) as a teenager, as an adult, because I am not easily influenced by anything outside of my own inner voice. My issue came from my inability to connect with my mother. Mm. who brought me into this world. So through that journey of trying to figure out how could this be? How could I be so connected to myself and so interdirected and so knowing and yet not have this amazing connection with this person that brought me into the world? And that kind of was, um, I don't know, a journey in itself until she transitioned and I Mm -hmm. was with her and all the love for me, Mm. poured through her. And I felt like, oh my goodness, this is the beginning of our mother and daughter relationship. And then she was gone. And what I realized was the inability for my mom and I to have a relationship was not about me. It was about her inability to be connected to herself. Mm. So I believe that the most important relationship that we have is a relationship we have with ourselves. And that when we use our connection with ourselves moment Mm -hmm. by moment, that we can create amazing relationships with ourselves and then with all other people. And when we choose to sidestep that connection, it is not possible for us to be connected to others, even though the most disconnected people want that the most. (laughs) They want the connection with another Irony of ironies. Yes. Yes. And yes, it starts with us. What I'm hearing is, and and it's such an important point, if I'm hearing correctly, meaning we have to stay present in order to, if if you're being with yourself, like we're here right now, you and I. I'm not thinking of where I'm going to be two hours from now, what I still, we're here, we're now. And in this day and age, of hustle and bustle, of social media. How important is, I'll say, just a routine of quiet, perhaps a little look inward reflection to, I like it because it starts my day and it sets the tone. So two-part question, how important is, I'll say, a daily routine and is time of day, does that matter? Does it set you for a good start or what you want is a good start or is reflection after the day is over also okay you know i think it's a very personal choice and i also think that some people are morning people some people are evening people i think it doesn't matter when or how you do it and i like to give people permission to do it because there isn't a lot of permission out there to turn everything off and tune in and that's kind of where it starts And then I like to give people permission to, once they hear their inner voice and how awful they are to themselves and the things Mm -hmm. that they're saying to themselves, Indeed, I I encourage them to throw themselves on the floor and laugh because it's ridiculous. We would not talk to any other person the way we speak to ourselves. And I think that reflection requires a great sense of humor. 
Because if we make it so heavy, we won't be really interested. We will spend more time avoiding the very thing that actually is going to make us become our own best friends. Mm. So I think we need to lighten up a little bit and just kind of tune in, tune in, whether it's the morning, the evening, to the mind chatter. What's going on in that background that we're feeding ourselves, either consciously or unconsciously? And it doesn't even matter where it comes from. But once we hear ourselves and are able to isolate it, then we can make choices about it. If we're wishing to know that this is probably not productive or even true, but we're choosing to allow that to Mm -hmm. take on a life of its own, or if we're going to soften the tone of it, and we're going to just become so aware that we're like lovingly curious about how we can edit this a little bit. How can we fact check it? How can we make it so the conversations that we're having with ourselves are just kinder? You know, as you're speaking in my head, I'm humming what the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's so true that we allow ourselves to really talk shitty about ourselves, obviously hardest critic, but I also loved what you said, and I heard it once before today also, and that is give yourself permission. Why do we forget that part? I think that we live in a society that is continually encouraging us to look outside of ourselves and be influenced by everything outside of ourselves. So we do, we need permission to redirect inward, to begin to trust ourselves, to begin to hear ourselves, to begin to know ourselves, because that's where it starts. And then do you find as you spend a little more time, maybe in more cases than not, I'll say rediscovering yourself because maybe it starts with quiet reflect, you know, a little quiet time, a little quiet reflection, which I'm good at, but I've had a, a lot of years of practice. I know that people would rather like run through the street naked than sit quietly with no outside noise or phone or stimuli or anything and just themselves. So if we could begin to identify one or two things Mm -hmm. that we really appreciate about ourselves, Mm -hmm. not about what others appreciate about us, that would be a really good start because to ask someone, what do you appreciate about you? That's a great question. And I think that it's inspiring to the person that is thinking about it. Not what do others appreciate about it, because they could tell you that off the bat. Mm-hmm. But what do you appreciate about yourself? Honestly, I don't even think I've ever heard it poised that way and using those words. So that gives you, again, a whole different spin on it. I want to talk about the book called The Ever-Loving Essence of You. What was the inspiration there? When my mom transitioned, I sat down with a, a friend that I've had since high school, and we wrote this book in a weekend. It just like poured through me. And really what it's about is creating a connected, long-term relationship with yourself moment by moment. 
That's you wrote I'm this in a weekend. In a weekend with a high school friend. I like to tell people anyone can write a book. And there's a book in all of us. I've heard that too. <laughs> and it's and it's absolutely true. And usually the book writes itself when you're open to receiving whatever those messages or gifts or whatever it is, it just pours through you. And to be honest, I never cared after the book was written who read it. We published it ourselves, but it was such a personal, important mm-hmm. message that I felt I wanted to share. So I love that. And I've heard that before of how quickly I'll say someone can write. And it's not about the race or anything like that, but I want to say it's almost a measure of that's when you know, like when it is just delivered to you. I'm sure if you wanted to stop, your fingers would have still like stayed on the keys of the computer. Yeah. Because there was it was flowing. It's like inspired action. And so anything we do from a place of inspired action, I think it works out so well. And so what needs to happen? Thoughts and feelings is one. We need to be in line in alignment with the task at hand. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love procrastination. Procrastination is our friend. We give it a bad rap. I was going to say, I'm a no, gold medal winner in it. It's, and it's talk to me. I'm listening. No, because procrastination gives us an opportunity to pause Mm. and to get into alignment with the task at hand. Nobody does anything well from a place of needing to do it. So when you procrastinate, you give yourself permission to pause, take a break and come back to it when you're ready. And we always do. We always come back to it in our own time. So I encourage procrastination. (laughs) So, A, I love love that. Thank you, Jamie. I love you for saying that. I mean, I am the probably world record holder where if you see me, you know, like cleaning out a closet or something like that, you know that I'm avoiding something else. It's like, like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to organize my clothes and, you know, clean out some, spin out some shoes. And there's something else that I'm avoiding. But it's not really avoiding. You're just not ready to do it. And Mm. that's okay. So if you gave yourself permission, yes, it would be wonderful because the closet would get cleaned out. You'd eventually come back to the task that you were supposed to do and you'd feel good about it. So I love, I love the redirect (laughs) right there. And again, you know, it's the amount of grace that we allow ourselves. We give. This podcast is called Joy Found Here. It's this, and it is. It's all that, but it's real life also. And real life is, you know, Stephanie will definitely talk shit about Stephanie. And then I'll say to anyone else that I hear, oh, give yourself some grace. Give yourself a break. Absolutely, positively. So next time you hear yourself talking shit, laugh. Yes. I'm laughing all day long. I really am with myself, at myself. Okay. I mean, it's funny and it helps. Then you don't take it so seriously. And you are it's a good reminder. It's so unnecessary what we do to ourselves. I will keep that in mind. I will definitely I'll be like, wait a minute, Jamie said, <laughs> remind me. I'm just going to laugh it through and we're just going to keep going on. 
So speaking of laughing through or just coming from that place of love, I want to talk about you offer something called the quickie. Now, I'm going to say who doesn't love a quickie and tell me again, your spin. I read about it. So I call you up. We connect. I'm like, Jamie, I want to just get a little more in touch with me and what is with the quickie and please do tell. Okay. So the only way you get to the quickie or me is through the website, which is really great because it takes Mm -hmm. someone who wants to embrace personal responsibility Mm -hmm. to kind of seek out the opportunity and then to direct me in terms of what they need. So I never tell anybody what they need. They have to tell me what they need. The quickie is a lovely texting option. It came out with this service before COVID and it was great timing. And I didn't quite know how it was going to go over for people, Mm -hmm. but it was like so perfect. So people go on the website and they purchase the amount of time that they want Mm -hmm. and they buy blocks of time and you can use like 30 minutes and use five minutes at a time and you text me and I text you back. And the thing I love about it is you have this ongoing transcript of what the client said and your response, what the client said, your response. And it really, I've just become the conduit because most clients know for themselves all along, but they just need to kind of like check in to be reassured that they know. So it is a great service. It's because people are busy. It's because people during COVID especially did not have a lot of privacy. People were living some back at home. Some mm-hmm. were living in small spaces. So it's a great service and absolutely my favorite service. Who doesn't love it? I love the name and just the whole idea of it because you're right. Nine times out of 10, we know the answer. We know what our decision is going to be, but yet we feel that need just to bounce it off and then be ready, locked and loaded to either defend and or find that person also shaking their head and be like, yes, yes, you would be, you know, Hercules, Hercules, absolutely go for it. So that is such a good idea. But why, why do you think we do that? Why do we need just the reassurance? I think we don't trust ourselves, but Mm. it's interesting over time when we come to know ourselves, we do begin to trust ourselves. I always ask people, to think about a time when they knew they didn't know how or why they knew, but they just knew and either they listened to themselves or they didn't, but it doesn't matter. You knew, you knew. And so when you can recall more and more times like that, that is further reassurance to you that you do know for yourself. Now you don't know for other people yeah. and we think we know for everybody and we don't know for anybody. <laughs> But we do know for ourselves. Yes. I like that. And yes, we do think we know better for other people. Absolutely, positively. But again, it sounds like it's let's rediscover and remind ourselves of our belief in us. And our gift that our intuitive knowing for ourselves. It's all there for us. All we need to do is tune in and listen for it and be guided and then make the choice. Like, I know that this is what I really should do for myself. I'm choosing not to do it. 
There is so much power in it because we're not a victim to anything. So I applaud people that hear themselves, know what they should do and choose not to listen. That's all good choice. Were you always, I'll say intuitive? Yes. And that got me in a lot of trouble. I was going to say, (laughs) yeah. Or even, you know, like, how was that? Because you didn't conform. Never. And I have stood out. (laughs) My parents were wonderful. They really allowed us to be who we were and encouraged us to be who we were. And I grew up, you know, in the sixties, it was a different time, Mm -hmm. but I was like way ahead of the trend always. And I just didn't care. I I never really cared what people thought. And, um, but yeah, it made it very difficult, not for me so much, but for the people that had to deal. I like the way you put that because you didn't have a problem. No, I did not have a problem. And it's just how everyone reacted to you. Yes. And they had to work on that because they're like, all right, what's what's her deal? Like, how come she's, you know, she's not lining up on the right side? Why is she walking the opposite direction on the left side? What? Who is this girl? Yeah. <laughs> and things have not changed. <laughs> For better that, or worse. But that is such a good thing, you know, and this comes again, there's no coincidence that Honestly, I think we've had this date, our our recording here, booked for a while, but um, I started, my birthday was in May, and I I really started, thank you, and I really started a, like a, just a self-care journey, and turned 62, it's time, did some lifestyle changes before, my grandson is going to be 10 months old. Big, oh. big reason, big reason for the little overhaul and self-examination and such. But it's no coincidence of the just taking time and talking to myself in the mirror or be like, hey, hello there. For so long, I've been a thousand other things. And you forget Stephanie along the way. Well, it's never too late to rediscover yourself, to re-embrace yourself, to reconnect with yourself for yourself mm-hmm. and then for others. But we need to do it for ourselves. First and foremost, you're driving that home and I love, love, love. So what is like a first step? Someone that is, this is really like they're hearing it on the right day and they want to reconnect. What would be a first good practice how you know start by trying this or doing that five minutes in the morning or whatever time of the day that is good for you and just sit and appreciate something about yourself that's it that's a great start gratitude 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 for self not for others but for self and I think there's a difference between appreciation and gratitude. Uh, agree, gratitude, agree. Yeah, yeah. there's some guilt there. I don't get it. I just, I don't ever feel gratitude. I always feel appreciation. Appreciation feels so good. Gratitude mm. feels heavy to me. It feels religious or something. I don't know. But appreciation. Appreciation. Yeah. And it does. It has a different sound. Like something you should do. Correct. Well, you know, again, when it all starts with you and you start appreciating eventually from head to toe, because that's that's what you are. And and you appreciate 
your time here, like I, every morning will be like, thank you. Thank another day. I opened my eyes. Let's go. It doesn't get much better after that. The things that will start to happen, subtle, wonderful things. When you begin to identify things you appreciate about yourself, you'll begin to hear yourself say to yourself, good job. Ah, love. Like you, you killed it. There is this whole new relationship that you have with yourself that you're hearing it, not from the outside because that doesn't sustain anyone, but from the inside. And that is like the best feeling ever to yourself, from yourself. Love, love, love that. Okay. So funny. I will say that just as much as I, I might complain and curse myself out for doing something. I will also, if I did achieve something or, you know, complete whatever task, I will always, I'll give myself a high five. I'm like, you go girl. It's, you know, yeah, yeah. Not as much as I should. So I'm going to. No, 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 no. Not as much as you could. Ah, there's no shit. Oh, I there's love no this. Yes, yes. Not as yes. much as you could. Not as much as I could. There's that room feels for improvement. so much better. Yes. It feels better when it's a good. No shit. Ah, okay. We got it. I'm, I'm loving, loving. You're right. Not <laughs> as much. You, you heard, to, again, it's just the a simple little, it's a shift. letter. And yet it's such a big shift. One letter, the difference between my. So yes, not as much as I could. Definitely room for improvement there. And that is something, honestly, that's easy. So what happens? What can we expect as we do identify ourselves? I'm thinking in the metaphor of, you know, fill your cup first and people will get the overflow. Okay, They're going to start to feel that or? The first thing that will happen is you'll lose a lot of your friends because- (laughs) Disclaimer, uh, you didn't need them anyway. Okay, all right, let's go. <laughs> because you'll be less interested in sitting uh, around and talking about drama and mm-hmm. for me and mm-hmm, being the mm-hmm. victim of everything. Okay. Um, you'll start right. to like your, your own company more. So you'll be able to kind of handpick what you want to participate in and with who. Like. Which I think is good. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes we're with people and we just don't even want to be there, but we go through the motions, we're sitting with them and we're not even really present. And then we're kind of wondering like, why? So, you can't get that time back in your life. You know, that was 12 minutes though. That was a half hour or that was an afternoon <laughs> that you can't get back. Yeah. I mean, it, it's good stuff. All these little things, I think mm-hmm. our self-care improves. We'll be able to excuse ourselves from something that doesn't feel good sooner without apologizing. To just say, I'm going to excuse myself right now. Or thank you for inviting me. I'm not available. So you're not saying no, but mm-hmm. you're saying things in such a way where you're not saying no to someone, but you're just saying you're not available. And that's okay because you would prefer to be doing something else. And maybe that is with yourself. Right. Oh, my goodness. So I think it's such a fair statement of getting prepared to spend uh, perhaps more time with yourself because we don't realize how much noise and how much bullshit we put up with during the day and how much we allow. Well, and we really do it to avoid the relationship with ourselves. That's why we do it. 
So then when we decide, well, maybe I want to in a very loving and curious way, get to know myself, you know, mm. enjoy my own company. And that is um that is an open invitation. That is always an option. Love. Definitely. I haven't prioritized in the past time with me, but I say, like I said, recently on my whole self-care bandwagon that I've been on, most everything I'm doing, I'm doing by myself, loving every second of it. You know, it's not as though I uh, like, hey, you know, what are you doing next week? And granted, there are some things I do with a friend, uh, which we have fun with, and that's great. But all of this, I could care less if someone was available or not. Like it didn't even come into play. I just knew that I wanted to pamper myself and take care of myself and let me sit in the salt cave and let me listen to this meditation. And yes, people are kind of looking at me a little side-eyed. They are, but. Well, it's a win-win because when we do these things for ourselves, we are more available to assist others in a way that we're not feeling resentful Mm -hmm. and we're not feeling conditional. Like we have zero expectations of the outcome of any interaction because we are so full. So this idea of filling ourselves up and spilling over into and onto others, it happens and it's very real. And if I have plans with someone, if they cancel, I am so fine with that. I have zero expectation that they're even going to show up. And if they do great and if they don't great. So there's no disappointment. And when you take disappointment out of the equation and expectation, right. Right. wow, you're free. Yeah. You're really free to just kind of do whatever. Correct. I always say to people out, and, and I do kind of live this way, although I recently read uh, the opposite way, but I do keep my bar on the floor because, okay, so again, I'll be surprised either way. Yeah. Fantastic. It works. It works great. It doesn't. Okay. Nothing fell and nothing went beneath it. And well, I was expecting this and I only got that. That is just the, you know, the perfect equation for disappointment. Just start with that, sprinkle a little more, you know, water on that. And then you'll have a little resentment and it just goes on and on. I don't want the baggage. Been carrying enough shit, you know, my life and And I'm like not even aware of it. And it really does. It accumulates pretty fast. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But yes, the visual. I I don't think I've ever met anyone else that said, keep the bar on the the ground. I like it. I like that a lot. It's very true and very helpful. And I hope people will hear that and take and and that'll be a very good takeaway. So self-love, are you practicing to appreciate, to turn that conversation inward, to be kind to yourself? exercising the muscle, practice, make it a daily, fit it in, and then it just starts to click? I think the reason affirmations don't work is Mm -hmm. because people just go through the motion. They say the mantra. (laughs) I think we need to connect the moment with the feeling, how Mm. we are feeling in that moment. And that makes the memory It feels good when we can appreciate something about ourselves in the moment and it feels good, then that's like muscle memory. So then the next time it just gets easier and easier to do. We get more gentle with ourselves. 
We get kinder with ourselves. Our eye gets kinder to others. We're not in a judgmental place. Mm -hmm. When we are judging others, we are actually projecting and judging ourselves. So all day long, if we could recognize that and be like, oh my goodness, here I go again and laugh a little bit about it and ask ourselves, what is it in this moment that I am needing for myself to reconnect with myself? That's such a good question. What is it in this moment that I'm needing for myself to soothe myself back into connection? How can I nurture myself? How can I nourish myself? Instead of looking out, criticizing other people about everything, which is absolutely none of your business and has nothing to do with you. And it's just projection. It's like, really? Okay. Why? (laughs) Yeah. It is so, I mean, how trained we are we slash me yeah i and and i'm i'm so aware of it and yet when i hear other people like again make the observation and i'll be like hey hey you know how do you know how do you there's no reason again for that comment or let's not throw some rocks at a glass house and you know but there are There are lots of reasons because that person, how they are feeling about themselves Mm. is how they're feeling about everyone. And when you love yourself, you love everybody. My kids are so pissed at me because I let everyone off the hook. Like everyone is off the hook. They're like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, what? It's fine. That's who they are. That's where they are. Mm. It's nothing to do with me. Total and acceptance. My yeah. kids are like, no, something's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, but- you know what though? <laughs> not not totally untrue. You, you, I, I get it. I totally get it. And there are six sides to every story, and you can just look through it from this angle here, and it feels better. And it feels <laughs> much better. Yes, you're yes. absolutely right yes, because. No drama, no stress hormones being released, none of all of the amount of, you know, bullshit or even the best when something happens and then you pick up that phone and call someone just to confirm. Can you believe that? And yeah. Boring life. It works. And I take nothing personally. That's the other thing. Yeah. So I can't, no one can offend me. No one can really piss me off. It's okay. Correct. I am like that for sure. Which again, interesting to watch people's reaction. They want to defend you. And wow, I can't believe they said that. Okay. Could be true. Whatever. Everyone's entitled. And it's really none of my business. We can control ourselves, put the period there, the sentence is over. And uh, yeah, everybody else, good luck. Thanks for your, again, opinions, observations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh So to shift the investment from trying to control others to ourselves, what are we choosing to think about? How are we choosing to feel? That's all in our control. That's it. So I love it's your choice. I love it's your choice to appreciate yourself. That is powerful words, powerful statement. And the number one box in the hopscotch board, it's a great place to start. Yeah, it's a great place to start. Love. So tell me about the the website where we're going to find you and such. 
J-A-M-I-E-L-E-R-N-E-R.com. Everything's on there. Podcasts are on there. This podcast will be on there. Anything you need to know about how to reach me, how much I charge, what we will talk about, what we won't talk about. It's all there, which is great. And some people go there and it feels good to them and other people go there and it doesn't. And that's perfect. Then you don't waste my time. I don't waste your time. You have a choice of what fits for you, what feels good for you. There's a million of people that are, million people out there wanting to help. But my feeling is that we really need to understand that we can help ourselves. We have the power to help ourselves. We have the power to help ourselves. Yes. And I bet you we've yes. always had the power yes, yeah. yes, in, in the famous words yes. of Glenda. Yes. Ah, we've always had the power. Yes, I'm so have. glad we spoke today <laughs> as this little reminder that any time is a good time to get started. And I would definitely start with some kind words of appreciation for yourself and take it from there. This has been delightful. Thank you. Not disappointed at all. I knew exactly (laughs) I was going to be like, I can't wait to dig in. And now I have so many other little tools I'm going to use that I could Could. and can. (laughs) And uh, again, I'm very conscious now of a simple letter that changes everything. Love. Thank you you for inviting me. (laughs) I appreciate you being here and appreciate your time. But more importantly, I appreciate your lessons and your wisdom and your knowledge. Thank you. you. All right, everybody. I want to hear how kind and appreciative you're going to start to be to yourselves. That website is joyfoundhere.com. Send those comments over there. Thank you. Thank you for all of your five-star reviews. We are still on our five-star review show. So let's make sure this one joins the others. And your weekly comments are just amazing. And we couldn't be anywhere without you guys. And I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next week, be well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.